Mike, check. <laughs> Vanessa. C'est moi. Jared. Uh, one. Dean. <laughs> Present. Here we go. Aww. Help! I suck at dating with Dean Ungler, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> We all point at Dean. Dean I wasn't sure who wanted to open it. I don't know. Well, last week it was Jared. Last week was me, so we figured we'd give you the honors again. We'll rotate. Let's start this over. Help, I suck at dating. I can do it. I'll do it. An iHeartRadio podcast. Yeah, so Vanessa, this time it's turn. I suck at dating with Dean Ungler and an iHeartRadio podcast. And Vanessa and Jared. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode. Thank you for tuning in. Hey. Woo! Yeah! Yeah. We all suck at dating. We all suck at dating. Love it. Dean, welcome back. Hey, happy to be Where back. Where have you yes. been? Fill I us in. just got back from Kentucky. We already talked about this last two weeks ago. I did a nice little eight-day rock climbing trip in Red River Gorge. Um, it was a lot of fun. Camped out in a tent for eight days. Didn't shower once, and it was fantastic. Oh, sounds like my kind of trip. Oh, yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, rock climbed a bunch. <laughs> scared myself a lot. Hung out with some good people, and uh, happy to be home. Nice. How was uh, last week's podcast? I listened to it. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking how it was then. It was fun. Did well, it's really good to have you back. Dean? I listened to it. Did? I did. Okay. I did. I was just making sure that, you know, you guys are. Um, we were doing our job. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And yep. very, proud very of happy. Us? I am. Um, well, what are we talking about today, Vanessa, since this is your uh, podcast oh, to lead today? Is it? Uh, well, we have Kaylin Rosenberg on the phone with us. Kaylin, are you there? I am. Hi. Hi, Kaylin. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing well. This is Dean, Vanessa, and Jared. I'm sure, obviously, you you are familiar with kind of the podcast today. So, yes. um, so for the listeners out there, Kaylin is a celebrity love architect, right, Kaylin? I am. So, can you tell but, us a little little bit more about you and um, kind of the things that you do that make you successful in that field? <laughs> Well, I, you know, I sort of come in like a builder, architect, and designer all in one into people's love lives and look at the reality of why it is constantly so broken and difficult and painful to live in and why it doesn't have the love and the joy and the happiness that everyone really deserves. So I get to the nitty-gritty spiritually, socially, in ego, psychologically into every person's being, tear it all apart, tear it all down, tear up the foundation, and then literally start to, as I learn different things about my clients, just rebuild and build something really beautiful for them. Um, and it's something I've been doing for almost 24 years, and I'm madly in love with my work and with people and, and just want this world to have really what it deserves when it comes to love and peace. And so, Kim, can you tell a little bit, uh, our listeners, about the Lodge Social Club as well and go into a little specifics about that? Yeah, so the Lodge Social Club is a dating app that I've been working on for about the last four years that we just finally launched. It's in beta right now. It's just figuring itself out, and it's doing quite well. Um, It's been out there for a little over two months now, and it is really the world's first and only fully vetted dating app for singles that really have a space now to go to that honors themselves in their journey when they're looking for a really amazing partner so they can have fun in life. And so it doesn't have to be so exhausting and treacherous. And so it has a... Um, a test called the Real Reveal that is part of the onboarding process. It's it's a similar process sort of to eHarmony. It's you know it's it's something that takes a bit of time. It's about twenty plus minutes, but it's worth it. it you know, with all things that are important and valuable, you should put some time and energy into it. Um, but it's a test that's kind of like an MMPI for love. It tells you what kind of partner and mate you are when it comes to love, what you attract and why, what you stay in too long and why, and most importantly, who you deserve. And it has a really cool algorithm attached to it that matches you behind the scenes on the app with your perfect partner, um, while you also have a chance to kind of let your, you know, your ego do the walking and choose based on, you know, everything we typically do, looks and what's in common and interests and things like that, and you sort of can choose for yourself. And um, it's something that has had and has the blessing of lots of celebrity endorsers, especially in the spiritual and uh, world of psychology and relationships, literally the world's best are um, in, you know, endorsing and supporting it. So I'm quite honored and humbled by that. And it's just here to really create not only a movement of love and healing, but to clean up the dating industry. It needs a lot of help. Um, And to bring people something better, just kind of finally. I was just really sick and tired of what's been out there and um, wanted to create something more for people. Well, and so this is the first app that I've ever seen that actually has a brick-and-mortar lodge-type area. It does as well, yeah. So one of the things that I really paid attention to, you know, meeting clients all over the world, and um, regardless of what age or economic background, they always said, well, 
I literally don't know where to go and meet somebody who's truly single and incredible and doesn't have major issues and doesn't create and bring more pain into my life. Uh, everything is sort of exhausting and tiring, whether it's online and or even out at the bars. It's just a very different world today than it was even even five or ten years ago. Things have really dramatically changed. So the Large Social Club has, yes, a brick and mortar. We have a few flagship um, locations and opportunities. Uh, the main one is in Minneapolis, where I live and have my headquarters. And it, it, it is it is truly like walking into a, a cool uh, sort of organic lodge in Jackson Hole or Aspen, where people can connect and it's members only and everyone's been vetted, again, spiritually, psychologically, socially, and criminally. Uh, and then we also have our pop-ups that we've been doing with huge success. So we had a really amazing pop-up um, at New York City Fashion Week, and it was, I mean, literally jam-packed. We had to turn people away, which was hard to turn people away, but really cool that they loved it so much and told their friends about it. And then we did another pop-up experience during Sundance. That was amazing. And then we just had one here with our grand opening in Minneapolis, and that, again, was a huge success. So we are just literally trying to put the whole dating industry, dating services, matchmaking services, dating sites, really at notice to say or unnoticed to say, listen, get your crap together, offer something better to the singles, the 100 plus million singles that are out there just even in our own country that are trying to find one another. So we're really proud. Um, Kaylin, this actually sounds like the Soho House for single people, which I love. I actually wanted to touch upon um, background and identity checks because last week when we were talking about it, I was kind of looked at like, oh, you sound crazy. No, maybe a little. (laughs) I mean a little bit, but when you do the background and identity check, yeah. What are you looking for exactly? Well, so it's it's a full, I mean, it's heavy duty. It's the real deal. There are a lot of companies out there that will say that they do a background check and they don't at all, or they'll say that they do and they literally do it just in your county, not across all the counties in the country and even, you know, across the pond. So this is a full-blown background check that that has everything pop up from the mildest misdemeanor all the way up to felonies and and things that can be really frightening. What it does is it it you know if it's a felony period you you are not accepted. If there's anything if there's a misdemeanor a gross misdemeanor if there's something that popped up uh, you will be red flagged. We have a team of people that are constantly watching the site from behind the scenes every day, and we reach out to these people and we say, hey, everybody deserves a second chance in life. We all can make mistakes and screw up, um, but you know. We this is what came up on your report, and we need to know to protect you and to protect our other members. We need to know, hey, what is this about? Is it is it fixed? Is it healed? Have you learned from it? Have you grown? Have you grown up? What what is this about, and where are you at in life? I mean, this sounds exactly like a, a members only for dating, pretty much. Uh, my question is, if yeah. that's so, can we bring back the members only jacket for this specific social lodge? Because <laughs> I would one hundred percent join if that's the case. <laughs> okay, done. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Uh, no, this is a pretty interesting concept because, it, yeah. I, I mean, according to everything I've read about it, so everybody that uh, gets accepted into this club is uh, they can go on the app, they can do these meetups, go to the yeah. different pop-ups. So it's yeah. like a, a small community for all single people. It is. And finally, finally, finally. That's so, very interesting. Very well, it interesting. Just, it was time. It was just time. Yeah, because what's out there is just, it, it's really broken. It, it's mm-hmm. working only for people almost based on luck. And, you know, even though we know Zuckerberg is now saying he's getting into it, there's nothing very special, sadly, that the, that he's doing. Zuckerberg's getting into what? It, he's getting into the whole Facebook. You know, Facebook is going into dating. Oh. Right. Facebook's getting well, into dating? Well, I mean, well, that was, my, yeah, that was my next question. So, so, so I, fi- I feel like social media nowadays is becoming, like, one, the number one way to meet people. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I'm 30. Someone mm-hmm. my age or a little bit older. You don't look older, a day over 25, Vanessa. Thank you so much, Jared. Still going on with the compliments. I love it. So someone my age or a little bit older, would they be signing up um, for this type of social club? Actually, the majority of the people right now are. So they're really in their late 20s, 30s, and then sort of into their 40s, and then kind of sprinkling some of the baby boomers, which the baby boomers are also, I would say, probably the biggest generation right now out there in in online dating. But, you know, the problem isn't that we don't have access to each other. Clearly we do with Facebook, like you said, through social media, that that's sort of already indirectly become its own dating site. And But the problem is the lack of authenticity. And then the lack of authenticity comes from a brokenness within ourselves. That, that's all it is. If we can't, mm-hmm. if we aren't confident, healthy enough within ourselves and our being and really honoring and loving ourselves, our value, and we don't come with healthy egos, we're showing up as a bunch of bullshit. 
and then we're bringing that into someone's life that really is genuinely looking for love. And so it continues to create pain, and that's not okay. And and that's the mild part of the side that doesn't work. And then you have the people that are, you know, that are married posing as single because they just got in a bad fight with their wife or their husband, or they're on the verge of, you know, divorce, but they haven't truly filed or they haven't moved out. And yet you have somebody who's really amazing who is choosing to show up authentically single, saying, hey, I'm so ready for love and to get this right. And yet they're running into a bunch of scammers, sadly, that just scam themselves to begin. And, and then you've got the criminals. So... Enough is enough is enough. It's a scary world out there. <laughs> See, and this is why background checks are Holy important. Holy moly. Jared. I'm just, I'm paranoid just listening to that. I will say there, so to get onto The Bachelor, you have to go through a background yeah. check and even meet with like yeah. an FBI agent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. pretty yeah. scared during oh, that whole terrified. process. I was terrified. But amen. I mean, so did I. You know, when I ended up getting, you know, here I was selected to work with Oprah and do Love Town. And I thought, oh, I've got the whole thing in the bag. This is awesome. This is so exciting. And then it was like, oh, and by the way, we're stripping you down naked or so it felt. Um, and we're doing a triple background check on you and FBI level and this and that, and even though I knew I had no skeletons, yeah, I agree with with the whole Bachelor thing. It, you are vulnerable, but amen. You know, they want to make sure that what they're putting out there for their brand yeah. is authentic. I mean, I have, and we need to do that as one another. I have my fair share of juvenile arrests, and I was worried about that coming up, which yeah. we can get oh, into later if we want to. It did, of course, it came up, but it was it was they were just like minor misdemeanors, yeah. like nothing, nothing sure. significant, you know parking or not paying yeah well, it, it's but no it's, it doesn't have to be a scary world though but you you know you are right it is it is but we're changing that um and i will tell you and because again everything if i'm preaching authenticity i have to be it myself i have to walk my stuff um you know we, we are probably one of the only um dating apps that is launching authentically and we're populating authentically. We don't have bots. We don't have paid people in back rooms pretending to be single to lure people on there and to keep them going and paying. We literally are just we're doing it slow, snail pace with people going, amen, hallelujah, thank you for designing and creating this. But at the same time, where is everyone? And I'm going, hey, you're the first to the party of amazing people coming to just Day. And so I will tell you for, you know, even of your any of your listeners that are that are listening and, and are thinking of joining, we had our base level that was $35 a month. And we thought, oh, this is cheap for everything that we're offering, the podcast, or not the podcast, we do have a podcast as well, but the pop-ups and all of those neat opportunities. Um, but we've decided we're giving it to, we're giving it for free. So literally now it's free. We this app is free? Well, is it Amen. free for? Freaking hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, so it's free, free to for sign how up? long? Yeah. It, it's for the first year. Oh, for the first year! Holy so moly! Literally, Holy people moly. that are wonderful get on there, do it for free, find love, and do it under a year. You're so, what's your to. so what's your success rate? If you don't mind me asking. Well, with the dating app or me personally? No, well, no. no. <laughs> I mean both. If you want well, to answer it. I mean, we know that you're you've been married for uh, 17 years, and I just wanted to congratulate you on that. Oh well, thank you. Well, no, and I mean as a you know as part of a love architect, and you know not only do I heal lives, but I connect soulmates. So I, you know, had a very, very successful career connecting real souls in love and have lots and lots of marriages and babies and all of that. Um, but with the app, it's brand new. It's two months old in beta. So we don't have any success stories. I'm just being straight, but we will because people oh, are happy. They love it in the press is starting to, you know, to catch on. I, so it's cool. Can I ask you a question? So as a matchmaker, yeah. what, what did you, did you like often turn away clients, yeah. potential clients? Yes. And so, and so with this app that you released, obviously you're doing your due diligence with the background checks, et cetera, yeah. um, but it's a little bit more scalable and, and you want to be more inclusive with everything, but mm. it's, it's obviously like you're, you're less able to do that. But what, I guess your, my question for you is like, what would it take for someone for you to turn them away as a matchmaker, like one-on-one -on -one instead of the app thing? Just, just out of my own curiosity. Yeah. And I'll sort of answer both if you want me to. Um, but for me, you know, one of the things that I don't like about the matchmaking industry, and that's just, you know, it's my own deal, um, is that I think it lacks uh, a ton of ethics and integrity. Um, and I think there's way too much of allowing the, what we call um, on our real rebuild test and part of the onboarding of the, of the dating app, um, but putting too many ego mates together. I think that keeps the corruption of real healthy love and families and relationships going, and I'm trying to get rid of that. So anytime a male or a female comes to me and says, hey, um, she needs to look like this, her boobs need to be this big, she has to be 25 years younger, and she has to be stunningly gorgeous, and oh, by the way, he has to have a minimum of $10 million cash in the bank. If they tell me that's what they have to have to have love, I want nothing to do with them. They can't right. pay me enough money. So, 
You know, if they come to me and that's their reality and that's what they're attracted to, but first and foremost, they're saying, I want a really good soul. I want a really good woman. I want a really good man. I want a really healthy relationship. I want to be happy. I want a relationship that really does last the rest of our life. Then, amen, they can have the rest of the candy and the cherries and the frosting. Um, but it has to be pure at heart first. So I'm just not into that ego crap. It's just, it just it creates too much pain and keeps us all stuck. Um, Caitlin, have you ever seen the movie yeah. Hitch? Yeah. Oh, well, good dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great awesome. movie, right? I have a question for you. So sure. th- what you just said kind of makes me think of that one time where Will Smith is talking to that guy. I was thinking the exact <laughs> same thing. I'm like, the worst at movie references. He's like the, the guy that uh, the, the date doctor, as he's called, is saying, yeah. he's talking to him. He's like, all I want to do is get in there, like sleep with her and get out and like, you know, move on to the next thing. And he's like, I don't do that. Like what I do is build relationships, build soulmates. Yeah. My question for you is in that same movie, Eva Mendez looks down at Will Smith for being a date doctor. But I was thinking about it the other day and it's like all he's doing is helping these people find love. Right. Well, she's only looking down upon him in the movie because she thinks that he's helping guys hook up with girls. Oh. He, she thinks that he's yeah. helping guys like that guy. It was just a misunderstanding. Exactly. It was a misunderstanding and then she realizes that she's helping um, Kevin... Uh, Kevin James at the yeah. end, and then she falls in love and happily ever after. Anyway, okay. moving on. Maybe it was just a long time yeah. since I've seen the movie and I didn't, was able to piece that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like a walking pop culture <laughs> reference. It's pretty bad. <laughs> no, 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 but that's correct. Um, but with the, you know, with the dating app and the real reveal, so it's 86 questions. And at the end of the questionnaire, at the end of the test, it tells you if you are a life mate, which is really what we all need to aspire to be and we all want in the end, or you're a soulmate, which is what the majority of us are, and that's okay, but it's not where... Wait, what's the difference yeah, what's the between, difference between soulmate, soulmate but, and life mate? Yeah, well, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you in a second. And then, you know, or you're an ego mate. So, and then we match you based on that. Because, okay, so, yeah, how do I answer that? The difference between a life mate and a soulmate. So here's the deal. The reason we always say, we, oh, my God, I want my soulmate. I need my soulmate. Oh, I just met my soulmate. That's when all of our energy, our juices, our excitement, our pain, our drama, our trauma, our triggers, energy, energy, energy is all mess. It's just all in there. It's all a muck, good and bad, right? So the person we meet triggers all of our stuff inside of us in a way that's meant to be a teacher. But the problem is, is that because most of us, unfortunately, did not come from a really balanced, grounded, healthy mother-father, mother-father-loving relationship, um, a lot of us were raised with different levels of shame and criticism and just drunk or, you know, uh, it could be, you know, addictions, whatever it is. No one's fault. It's just different ways of experiencing masking and coping with pain and undealt stuff. We end up kind of bringing that into life and we look for, through our partner, healing knowingly and unknowingly, healing and the feeling of being loved and being okay and being accepted. And then when it's romantically connected and, and everything is going and it's the best sex of our life or the worst fights of our life or the toxicity is there, we haven't learned enough to be able to sit back, most of us, and go, okay, cool, this is actually a teacher. They're not up. Cool, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> They're not screwed up and I'm not screwed up. We're just both human mm-hmm. acting out our stuff. And wow, we could actually slow down for a moment instead of constantly fighting and reacting. We could actually look at each other as a teacher, shake hands, grow through this, and decide if we want to become life mates and grow up. Or actually still shake hands, look at each other with love, go, wow, thank you for the best sex I've ever had. Thank you for the best triggers I've ever had and the most intense fights I've ever had. But you know what? I'm going to thank it. Thank you. Leave it there. And now move on toward the person I'm meant to be with. Well, I think people would, don't do that. I think a lot of people wouldn't describe that particular person as their soulmate. I know, but it is. Well, they kind of. Why would you say it's their soulmate? Just for the simple fact that you've never been. Because I wouldn't describe somebody as soulmate just based out of passion, which sounds like what you were just describing. Most do. Yeah. Um, Because soul is that, again, the soul is where we're the most alive, right? Mm-hmm. We're really, it's in that energetic feeling of what we're experiencing. And so even based on what you just said, that says a lot about you and how you probably would scale on the test. That was a very healthy, wise, higher brain response. Well, thank you. I mean, seriously. So, um, but there are people that will go, oh my gosh, no, no, no. I, I need to feel alive constantly. And the way they feel alive is based on how they are triggered based on how healthy they are emotionally and spiritually. But most people, I feel like, try to blend the two. Like, they want to feel most alive with the person that they want to spend the rest of their life with. So, is in, in some cases, isn't well, you're it... you're such a cool guy. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, in some cases, isn't a life partner and a soul mate the same person? Or is it, it, but no, mostly they're not. 
but they sure can be, and my goal is to teach people, especially through this app, how to be and how to have it. So when I say, and I've said since the beginning of this interview, I want everyone to have what they deserve, that's, that's like my, my life mission is to teach people. So, and then there are two levels of soulmate in transit, one and two. One is healthier, one is more toxic, but it's okay. They're still learning. And then you have the ego mates that are truly your sociopaths, your psychopaths, your, nar- your clinical narcissists, your people that were born that way genetically or something happened during, you know, um, the whole gestation or they're people that just came with a lot of wounds and abuse and trauma and it really, really damaged their brains, truly damaged their brains. And they have a real hard time. Yet what I found that's so cool is that even with those people, and that's about 10% I've found um, of our population are at that level, if they find one another, they actually can sometimes experience a little bit of a feeling of real love for just a moment, enough to get them through. And who's this? Ego the ego mates. If, the they find, if two the, ego mates find each other? The narcissist, the sociopaths. Mm-hmm. So there really is, you know, a top for every pot. And I just want everyone to find the right top. Because <laughs> everyone deserves love at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah they do. do. Okay, Kaylin, question for you. So now that you're in this dating app space, yeah. what do you say in response to the people that say that dating apps aren't for love and that men are just looking for a hookup and women are just looking for a confidence boost? Like, what, How would you respond to that? There's truth to that, <clears throat> to that also. There are men that are just looking for hookups. There are women that are just looking for hookups. And there are women and men that both need confidence boosts. You know, it's just, but the majority of people that I've found, even many that say, hey, I'm just there for a hookup, really deep inside and when I've asked them, but if the right one for you came along, the one that could, you know, if you allowed them to take your heart, if you wanted them to take your heart and vice versa and to experience the depths of you and to really experience life together, is that what you'd want? And honestly, the majority say, my Lord, yes, hallelujah, bring them now. All right. That's fair. That's a great response. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I think it just takes the right person to come along. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Kaylin, thank you so much for giving us a call and telling us a little bit more about The Lodge. It sounds awesome. If we're ever in Minneapolis, maybe we'll swing by and say hi. <laughs> uh, a pop-up store out here in L.A. You know, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, this talking. year's Bachelorette is from uh, Minnesota, so you got, right. always get her I as a celebrity influencer. <laughs> yeah, we're excited to know. Yeah, if people are single and they want to join, tell them to go to thelodgefocalclub.com and sign up. They can get it. It's an app, iTunes. And where can, and they, it's free. Where can they find your podcast, Kaylin? Uh, we are just getting ready to launch it again, the Love Happy Hour podcast show. We'll tune in. If you Thank ever want to have us as a guest, please uh, yeah, be we'll sure be to let us know. Oh, that'd be awesome. Cool. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much. Have thank a good rest you. of your day. Thank you so much. And, yeah, many continued blessings. All right, you too. Bye. You too. Bye. Well, she's very sweet. Very sweet. Very sweet. It's a very interesting concept. Yeah. The idea. Very, of like, I, I like her positive outlook on, you know, finding your soul. Well, what was it? Soulmate or life mate? Life she said mate, a lot of things that was interesting. She made a lot of generalizations, though, which was interesting about the idea of being raised in not a good setting. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like she really kind of blanketed everybody with that. Like, well, you know, most people just raise up with a bad family, I mean, bad home. At the end of the day, like, I do they? Is that statistically proven? Well, well I, I think that that's definitely true. Uh, I think it can a be lot totally of truth to that. Oh, sure, of course. Hey, but it was just interesting that she just kind of like was a uh, put a blanket over, it. and then the idea of like finding um, like redemption in the person that you're looking for in terms of uh, like a romantic love. It was just interesting the way she was kind of going into detail about that. I think at the end of the day, it comes down to timing. If you're in a position where you know what you want and you find that person that knows what they want as well and it matches up, then it'll work out. Oh, of course. Life is about timing. No, but I mean, like, just meeting... Vanessa's right back into it. No, just meeting someone that, like, you're, you know... I mean, I've gone on dates with people where I'm like, oh, my God, like, I know exactly what I want, but the person that I was dating doesn't know what they want and it it just doesn't match up. Or I think if you find someone that you have a really very strong connection with, but just the timing in your life is not correct. Yeah. And then you feel like... We can talk all about time. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I'm saying is... I mean, I wanted to lead in when you were talking about pop culture references. That's for a little bit later. That's for the next segment. I do want to point out, I'm sure you guys have seen Definitely Maybe with Ryan Reynolds, right? I'm so forced with movies. Yes. Probably. I don't know. It's not about who, it's about when. So it's not who you're with that you find for the rest of your life. It's when you're with someone at the point in your life when you become ready for that relationship that makes that person the person that you spend the rest of your life with. Remember that point? Yes, I remember that that point. point. Yes. 
Oh, I thought you were going to articulate more. Oh, no, that's all that it is. It? It's not who, it's but when. And I, that's the point that the, the girl that he dates makes. <laughs> and it's kind of like, yeah, it's true. You could meet your soulmate when you're 19, not be mm-hmm. ready for it. Or you could be dating someone when you're 29 and realize that's when you want to start being serious about a relationship and that person becomes your forever person. But doesn't that make you feel like you're almost settling to a way? Not no, at all. No. All right, good. That's it. I'm just I'm playing <laughs> no. devil's advocate. That's what I do. It's, but it's interesting because even when she was talking about the difference between your soulmate and your life mate, a lot of people just equate that to, well, that should be the same person because the person I feel most alive with is the person I want to spend the rest of my life I mean, with. I, I didn't understand her soulmate. Um, I think definition. for her, her the idea of her soulmate is far more uh, passionate. Where like she even talks about like the best sex you've ever had, or where you like, felt it's more most alive, and like even love? the worst fights you've ever had, but also the most love you've ever felt, like the most you've ever felt alive. And so I think that's what she equates to being a soulmate. But for me, those people, I'm not sure if I would describe those particular people as my soulmates. Okay, well, I want to throw this question out to you guys. What is your ideal relationship slash quality in a life mate? What what would you be looking for? I mean, that's such a... uh, Dean, after you. (laughs) That's such a big question. Ah, pass. I don't know. Oh, come on. Well, I would say... um, like, is humor First, important? Is family important? Of is- course, but it's also, I think, difficult to really put a label on it or try to describe it with words because there's... Have you ever been around people where it's just this undeniable magnetic force between you two where it's just like, I don't want to leave you. I don't... Like, yes, I look for humor and I look for kindness and I look mm-hmm. for sweetness, but then I also look for this this just thing, this thing that I can't describe, but for some reason, I miss you when I'm not with you and for some reason I don't ever want to leave you Magnetism, and like man. it's like I don't it's not like I don't laugh harder at other people's here? jokes what I'm saying is it's not like I don't <laughs> laugh at harder at other people's jokes or like it's not like there's other people in my life that aren't kind to my family and friends but for some reason this particular person is just somebody that I I'm I'm addicted to if that makes any sense and for me you... that's kind of like something I look for and you want to know what else that you want to know what they should look for from you in my personal opinion. Go on. Jared specifically? Yeah. Well, just from anyone okay. in any relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that's one significant other looking to another for something like that they could possibly use every season. It's like a, maybe a nice little FabFitFun <laughs> box. That oh, they here we go. Them. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> have you guys heard about these FabFitFun boxes? I actually of do love my FabFitFun box. On, Everyone no. loves their FabFitFun box. I didn't know where you were going. You were staring at me. <laughs> I, I was know, getting like, so wait, nervous. I'm like, why is he smiling for? I was trying to work the spot in for a Weirdo. while. Yeah, you really worked it in a, perfectly. Have a window. We'll jump into the segment about Jared's magnetism in, in a second, but first I feel like we have to talk about the FabFitFun box. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm addicted to FabFitFun. And we all are, I think. Wait, I wonder if we were to assign Fab Fit Fun to us three, which one? Would I be would which? definitely be fun. I'd be fun. I. I'd be fab. You, you right, would about, be fun. I, no, you would be fun. I'd be fab. I fab would. Fit. You're, I'm not fit. You're you're fit. You're fitter. I think we're I all. I think we're all pretty fit. I think, but you're. I can't describe myself as fabulous. So I'm you're not fab. You are fab. Ugh. Why? Well, like, that's a good thing. Dean's no, I feel cam- like Fab is divas. Make him the Fab of the group. I'm just gonna be. You know what? You guys are nothing. I'm just gonna be all three Fab Fit and. I think fun. actually it should be Fab Fit Fun. Like there the way we we're sitting. Yep, yep. Fab, fab fit, fit Fun. fun. Yeah. I like Thank it. You. Well, I'll anyways, so, so you guys have all heard about Fab Fit Fun before as well. It's a no, tell us more. Subscription box. Well, you guys have, of course. Of course. I'm talking to the listeners here. It's a seasonal subscription box for you to discover new products for a life well lived. Basically, what they do is. Um, n- not provide any sample products. They're full size of everything that they put in the box. It's um, fashion, beauty, home, fitness, wellness, all that kind of stuff delivered four times a year for just $50 a, uh, a season. Well, forty nine ninety nine. I guess we're keeping it under that $50 box, threshold, yeah. right? That's it. Um, and you get one box, what is every three months for every season. So fall season, let's see, no, no, it's summer season's coming up, obviously. <laughs> yep. I'm That's idiot. it. No, it's June. It's almost summer. You lose track of time here in LA. I will yeah, say that. Yeah, I feel like it's summer <laughs> like, all the time. Like it could be November or it could be March or it could be May. Right. Well, what I love about the box, um, so many of the products individually are valued more than the entire box itself. Like there's in this sub- subscription box for summer, there's a Foreo Luna Fofo face scrub. And that alone, I think I checked on the Sephora website, was worth, I think, I can't remember the exact price, but I remember thinking like, oh my God, that's, I'm serious. I actually did my research on this. I think no, it was $89 because I actually looked it up too. You looked it up? $89. Yeah. And the cool thing is yeah. there are no samples of anything. Yeah. These are Everything all is full, full products. products. Right. It really feels like Christmas every time I get my Fat Fit Fun box at, um, at the door. What else is in there? There's the uh, the anti-aging skincare device. There's the, the Pure cool- One Marble Ring Dish. That I love. Oh, love. I do. Love. I put my I have my grandmother's ring I wear all the time and I, wear, I put that on my... Uh, Pure one marble ring dish. I don't even use it for rings. I just use it as a dish to hold random 
knickknacks that I collect. A little knickknacks. It's a nice little home decor. <laughs> it's a wonderful home decor. <laughs> Anyways, for the listeners out there, if you want to get your hands on one of these incredible FabFitFun boxes, specifically this summer box, which, again, Jared, Vanessa, and I all love, uh, please go to FabFitFun.com and get $10 off if you use code DEAN. I wonder when we're going to change these codes to DEAN, Vanessa, Jared. It's maybe That's a long It's code. way too long. We'll just use your name. I like Dean. Four letters. D-E-A-N. Dean code $10 off FabFitFun.com. <laughs> Here's a little excited today. And like Vanessa said, sometimes these single products are worth more than the entire box. One box every season, some incredible stuff. Check it out. I promise you won't be disappointed. Vanessa I will literally personally refund your money if you do oh. not approve of from every your, item from Dean's in the FabFitFun box. <laughs> Um, so check it out. Anyways, let's move on to this next segment, which I'm sure everyone is just dying. <gasps> I'm so to get excited. To. I am. It seems just like the so worst kept secret. Excited. There uh, is. Based you know on what? Emails. The Help yeah, I Suck a yeah. Dating Facebook page. They're all very ready for this announcement. Well, to are be they? fair, the Help I Suck a Dating Facebook page is most of them are from the I Don't Get It podcast Facebook page. Ah. And uh, secrets yeah, out. On yeah. That yeah show. Oh, it's just, been out. I don't think what's it's been secret? out. There is no I'm, secret. Yeah, what secret are we talking, talking about? Fill me in. No secret. Oh, look at that. That is the most, that is the, wait a second. Is that's Jared, the scariest thing I've ever seen Katie in my entire G. life. That, Good job that actually looks like Alex. That does not look like you. Jared, Alex you, like you? Who? Alex Bordikoff. Yeah. Oh, this? I'm picking Alex from the show. Alex from my show. Yeah. Which season are you talking about? Uh, JoJo's. Oh, no, I don't know. Alex. Alex. The, the Russian guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, huh. Jared, is there something? Yeah, what's been going on? Are you in a relationship with someone? <gasps> uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, this is way too epic. No, it's... Yes! I'm in a relationship. Oh! Yes, I'm oh! single. Yeah! Oh, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Wait, you're in a Yay, relationship. Yay, I'm not lonely anymore. Woo! I literally what? had no idea you were in a relationship. Did you not know? Who That's you in a so insane. Uh, her name is uh, Ashley. <laughs> her name is Ashley. Ashley what? Ashley, I can edit. Oh! That. It Yay! feels good. I mean, I've been saying it for a little while now. So I just literally had no idea you guys were in a relationship <laughs> I hate together. You so much. This is mind blowing. I actually yeah. had no idea until I walked in a couple weeks ago and I saw you guys kiss on the lips and I was like, what? Yeah, no, that's pretty much the reaction of everybody. Anytime we like kiss our whole hands, people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. what is? Well, wait, I like what? the fact that you guys weren't hiding it either. No, we didn't want to hide it. I mean, uh, I mean, we. God, it's such a long story. Well, why don't you guys ask questions if you want, and well, then I'll just okay. answer them so, instead of me um, just like rambling on. Well, I mean, I've been asking you questions for like the last couple of weeks. Which, Since first of all, I do want to say I love that you guys have like a shared custody thing going on with me. So last week, Dean wasn't here, so Jared drove me home. So mm-hmm. I was asking him all his questions about his love life and everything. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Jared did mention, um, like, this is it for him. Like, this is, he found his well, life mate. I think, um, all right, so obviously, you know, Ashley and I have a past from our two seasons of Paradise, and we've been pretty much best friends for uh, a couple of years so now. So wait, how long have you known each other? I mean, we met in Paradise season two. <laughs> <laughs> we've met, we've known each other for what, two, almost three years. Holy moly, it's going to be three years next June, because we met in Paradise three years ago. Wow. Time flies by, isn't so it? So that was wow. the first time you guys met in paradise. So that was the first time we met in paradise, and then obviously it was a bit of a, bit of a roller coaster relationship from then on. Uh, so for I'm, the people watching, because like obviously like we know there's stuff that happens that totally. isn't aired, or they just like over make everything dramatic on TV. What really happened the first season of Paradise between you and Ashley? Well, I think it was pretty much laid out out there. Um, I mean, Ashley and I met each other, and also let me say this because it's very. I've talked about it at length so many times over the past couple of months because, you know, I think everybody important in my life and important in her life uh, deserve to know what exactly has been happening and how it has come to be. Mm -hmm. And so um, Ashley and I did a video called The Story of Us. Um, You can find it on YouTube uh, where we pretty much articulate everything that happened so we could just get everything out there. Um, once and for all, for I anybody watched, that was I even watched curious. it all last night. Did you watch and it? I, I opened, oh. Wait, sent, it's already up? Well, it came up today, but Ashley sent me the, the pre-roll, whatever it is. Mm. And I sat, I opened it. I was like, all right, it's going to be like a five-minute long video. I know, and it's so long. T- turns out it's 45 minutes long. Whoa. I'm like, oh, there's no way I'm going to watch this entire <laughs> I thing. I don't blame you. 48 <laughs> minutes later, because I rewinded a couple part, rewound a couple parts, I found myself watching the entire thing. I got emotional for a second. Jared was crying like a little baby. Ashley obviously was crying. Aww. I cried like a little baby. <laughs> I cried like a man. Crying? No, it was very, it was it's very just, cute. It was very was cute. emotional? It's very emotional. I mean, Ashley has always been someone that's very important in my life. Um, somebody that I've always loved as just a human being. And I've never shied away from that. 
um, I remember last year we were at the airport and uh, like I was, we were leaving and I was like, we just said like, I love you, I love you, but we didn't say it in a romantic way. It was like, we mm-hmm. just love the people mm-hmm. that we are, you know, to each other. Anyway, and so um, just, you know, describing what happened over the past couple of years between both seasons of Paradise and everything in between and then leading up to obviously Winter Games and everything's happened since. Um, it's just a lot of it was very difficult. Um, I think I've just been a very closed off human being for a very long time, specifically with Ashley and pretty much in my dating life in general. Um, and so I think... Uh, there was a, a a time where I realized that I could be making the biggest mistake of my life, which I've always kind of known, um, but never acted on because I've always been complacent and okay with living in maybe a life that is not my best life, but a life that I've found uh, mediocre and good enough. And then there came a time and uh, a place where I, I either stepped up to the plate or I continued being my shelled off self. And I realized that um, I need to do something and say something and, so that's kind of the gist of it. <laughs> cool. Uh, All right. <laughs> that's it. No, we want to know more. We want to know everything. What do you guys want to know? What do you guys want to know? I'm, okay, da- I'm dating so, Ashley. Ashley and I are dating. We've been dating for... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, how long have you been dating? <clears throat> I, mean, it's not, I mean, it's been only a couple months, really. Okay. What's the sex like? <laughs> oh, my God, Dean. Dude, I'm not answering that, bro. <laughs> you said ask anything. That's what I want to know. What's Stop. it like? I'm not answering no. that. Come on, bro. You should know better than that. You're lucky I'm not sitting next to you because I would slap you. <laughs> Come on, man. It's already like, uh, obviously, that's been a you know a topic over the past few years for Ashley. So I'm not going to really it's talk a joke. about that. All right. All right we got you. We got you. We got you. Vanessa, what other questions do you have for Jared here? Uh, are you guys living together? No, 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 no. We're not living together. I mean, listen, the reason Ashley and I know are... Oh, God, it's like difficult. Um, so listen, wait, for me... Wait, finish that sentence. Ashley and you know? Well, I know. I don't want to speak for Ashley, but like obviously we've talked about it and we see this as, you know, it for us, so to speak. And like life partner, love, marriage, I'm kids, sorry, I'm so happy. I mean, I, I hope love, so. Like, but I love every time you say that. It makes well, me so happy. I think especially as soon as we started, as soon as we crossed that boundary between friendship and relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, we knew that if we were going to date after everything that's happened between the two of us and everything that we've gone through and the love that we have for each other, not even just, I don't mean uh, romantic love. I also mean just the love that you have for another human being that we knew that if we crossed that line, that we're not going to just date to be boyfriend and girlfriend. We're going to date to hopefully progress into something more. Okay, so I have a question for you. So you've been friends for, I would say, what, the last three years? Yeah. Okay. And do you feel like your relationship is at a point, it's at the point of where it is right now because you're able to have that solid friendship and foundation? We talk a little bit about that on the story of us, about how it's interesting to think that if we left as a couple, say Bachelor in Paradise Season 2, if we'd still be dating today. Because... I go back and forth whether we would be because I think we do have a very... She says yes, you say maybe not. Because I, the only reason I say maybe not, I say I would say yes. If you put a gun to my head, I would say I think we'd still be dating. But we have gone through so many obstacles over the course of our you know, relationship over the past few years. And it's been our friendship that has overcome those. And I think that we've, while we're both similar to the same people we were three years ago, we're also different and we've also been able to grow. And we've also, we've grown together, but we've also been able to grow as individuals because we've been friends. And I'm curious to think that if we went through those, we went through similar obstacles together as a couple, if we would have been able to overcome them as boyfriend, girlfriend, instead of really close friends. Well, and to that point that you made just before that last thing that you touched on, you said that you're in this relationship because you see it being a long-term thing. And I remember I watched, like I said, I watched the This Is Us. I'm in this relationship because I love Ashley. Well, no, can we just I pause? Be... Can you say that again? <laughs> of course. I love Ashley. Oh! I love Ashley a lot. I, but I, I want to specify that. Like, I don't want to make it seem like, oh, well, I'm in this relationship because it just feels time and it feels right. Yeah. No, I'm right. in this relationship because well, no. I love Ashley more than any anything. <laughs> I was going to say you made a good point yesterday, or not yesterday. You made a good point in that uh, the story of us where you said, I don't want to enter into a relationship if even 2% of me isn't into the relationship because you want to, once you enter into it, you want it to be all or nothing kind of thing. Well, I was always scared to enter into a relationship with Ashley because 
I was always scared of losing her as a friend. And I always thought specifically like in between Bachelor in Paradise season two and season three, because there was like a little bit more than friendship where we were like kind of not dating, but there was more than friendship feelings and mm-hmm. connections there. And so I remember always being torn during that time of how, you know, always being one foot in. And I talk about that about the story of us. And mm-hmm. I always thought that it was so unfair for me to only have one foot into the relationship and how that made me feel like I was leading her on. So it was better for me to say, listen, it's best if we're just friends because I don't want this constant flip-flopping or back and forth because it's unfair to you and it's unfair to me. And it's just better if we just become friends. And that's what we did. And and there was some tribal, you know, there was some tough, tough times, specifically, obviously, through Paradise 3 where um, we went through a lot. And, um, you know... Paradise 3 or 2? Paradise 3, I think, uh, yeah, that was probably, you know, a really... I think... I think that just God, that season really made me. Um, Wait, I'm confused. Is this your third time on Paradise? It was my second season. Both our second seasons on Paradise. Par- technically, Bachelor in Paradise season three. Season. Oh, three. okay, uh, but you're season. okay. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, it was just tough, and I never knew if I was doing the right thing. And I think it was kind of. It's gonna sound so stupid. Um, I was a little traumatized from it. And That's not stupid, stupid at all. I totally relate to that. I and think I, a lot of us could. And I think I just kind of went into a very... But you mean traumatized because of the experience? Yeah, because I think I was always scared that what I was doing, I don't know if that was the right thing to do. Um, on the show? On the show, after the show, before mm-hmm. the show. I was always just questioning myself, questioning my feelings, questioning where my head was at. Um, the right thing actually, to do for yourself or the right thing to do just in general? What do you for mean? For both. For both Ashley, for both mm-hmm. myself, because um, I, I was always telling Ashley that we, it's better if we're friends, and I, I truly believed that at the time. But there was always just this more, there was there was more to us than that, uh-huh. right? And I don't know, it's just, and so it's just hard. It's 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 hard to, uh, I don't know. I think what describe. it. I think what it. It's hard to even talk about. I think, I think it just, I think honestly, it just, I kind of became a shelled up person after that. And I think I was always filled up with so much shame from it because, because I, I, I knew, I don't know. But here's the thing. Uh, Here's my thing with all of this is that you can't really look back. Of course you can look back and be like, dang, that sucks that that happened. And we both went through that. And it's like, we both felt horrible during it. But at the same time, it's like, you're here now in the relationship with the person that you're in love with and you want to spend the rest of your life with. So that's like, at, at the end of the day, like. You didn't really, you know, you're you're still in the spot that you both want to be mm-hmm. in. I agree. And that's beautiful and wonderful and we're all incredibly happy for you. So it's hard to look back and be like, that went wrong horribly. But I get at the same time, like you can be like, that was a learning experience, blah, blah, blah. But it I, also led you to the point that you are today. And it probably exactly, didn't exactly. make it, sense while it was happening. But it but only it, led to this point because of Ashley. And that's something that I will never forget for the rest of my oh. life. And something that... I'm so appreciative mm-hmm. for and grateful for because there could have been a time where uh, Ashley told me to, you know, fuck off. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, but this I, I want to <laughs> No, I'm fine. No. I'm fine. Thank you. Oh. I appreciate it. And they're hugging. I know. We're hugging. We're hugging. This. He's a, tearing up. I'm fine. I just... But like, now you're tearing up. Stop. I know. It's just, you no, know... I'm tearing up. No, don't tear up. I'm fine. <laughs> I just... I think... Here's the thing, like they always say the toughest thing in life is to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I think for a while I had a difficult time doing that. And because of that, I had an even more difficult time expressing my feelings mm-hmm. and like doing the things I want. <clears throat> and so obviously there came a moment recently <laughs> that I had to let it out, Jared. I know. Uh, <laughs> there was a moment recently where I had to either step up and do something or continue not and uh you know i did something <laughs> this is beautiful what, what, i'm can we go over the something that happened that uh moment? you know just either making decisions based out of love and fear and i think for a very long time i was making a lot of decisions based out of fear and i think recently for the first time i made a decision that wasn't based out of fear i knew what i had to, i mean i talk about it on the story of us but i knew what i had to do and i was scared to do it but I put my insecurities and doubt to the side and and went for it. And it's the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. Happy for you, buddy. Thanks, yeah. man. I re- and I think this comes back to the conversation we were having earlier about timing. At that point, maybe a couple years ago or a couple months ago or last year, when, whenever it was, you weren't 
maybe emotionally or mentally ready to <clears throat> dive into something that you knew could have been this beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I also think I don't listen. I don't advocate my own personality. There's nobody that hates myself more than me. What I'm saying <laughs> is sometimes I need a fire lit under my ass because I'm a procrastinator. And unless like I am forced, like not forced, but like unless there is a decisive moment in my life where so it's like it's going to go. So did she give you an ultimatum? No, 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 no. This had nothing to do with Ashley. This was all just festering on my brain for a very long time and, mm -hmm. fest and just weighing on my heart for a very long time. And I never did anything about it because Ashley was always there. We were always just friends. We would talk almost every day. You know, we were best friends for so long. And, um, and it, it makes me... There's there's a part of me that makes me um now like God, it's so it's yeah. It's just I think for a very long time this was just weighing in my heart and I never did and said anything, uh, because one, I was scared to, two, I felt a lot of shame, and then three, we were always just so close. You know but I think that's what that's what's so nice is you guys have that solid friendship. So I'm you probably felt a lot more comfortable explaining all these things to her? No, it made me feel more uncomfortable. Did it? Yeah, because it's like, okay, now this is the worst timing in the history of the world for me to say anything, but if I don't, I know I'll regret it for the rest of my life, and I know I've had ample opportunity and ample time to say something, and I know I haven't because I've been scared, and I'm tired of being scared. But you were scared to say something because of the timing of it, but not... Absolutely, because okay. she did not... She <laughs> deserves to be the happiest mm -hmm. person alive, and... I was scared that um, she found out with someone else. But now here we are. But here we are. I'm really happy. I love Ashley. And I She's mean, amazing. getting to know you, you're such a great person. And I know, and I totally get it. We are our worst <laughs> critic. So I, I, I empathize with that because I, I understand that. But to, to kind of get the pressure, not the pressure, but the, the heat off of you, to, to put this on the listeners and what kind of advice would you have for someone that might be in a similar position that you were in or maybe that Ashley was in that you could use you know your experience to help them out in any sort of way? Maybe like, like a friendship dynamic that one person wants more, maybe both people want more, but they're kind of unsure of what to do next. I feel like maybe it's like never too late. Oh, I would. I've, I, uh, yeah. One, it's never too late. Um, don't be a and um. Don't there's a we talked about this on the podcast a lot, but don't make decisions based out of fear and then mask them as practicality, because that's something that I think I've always been doing in my life is I've always made excuses. Well, it's because of this or it's because of that. Mm -hmm. When in actuality, it's just because I'm scared and don't do that. You know, go after what you want. Don't be afraid um, because it's just it, it seems like fear is always blocking you. It always plays into your life. And it's always that factor that just stops you from having the potential life that you could have, the happiest life you could have. Right. So, well, I think rejection I th is <clears throat> a scary thing. And rejection is a scary thing. It's it's anything, even, relationships, work, I know, it's, it's just, it's, it's the vulnerability and also it's the dependency. Mm -hmm. And I forgot about that. You know, now being in a relationship, I've forgotten about how much you depend on the other person. And that's a scary thing to dive into, to be like a lot, you know, what? my happiness comes within it, within, but because I care and love for you so much, I depend on you a lot, a lot yeah. more than I ever have. And that's a scary thing. It really is. And I'm glad that you brought that up because I was thinking about it yesterday or the day before. And I'm like, why is it? So as I said, you know, I am dating someone. Is it serious? I mean, it's because do I say like we're boyfriend and girlfriend? I wouldn't put it to that extent. I, I really care about this person, but I'm also, I think, at a point where I don't want to become dependent on anyone emotionally, you know? And I think it's, I don't know if it's because I'm, now I'm going to start crying, but. Oh, Vanessa, we're all just crying in here. Now it's Dean's turn to cry. I'm petting, <laughs> I'm petting both of them. Um, I think it comes from a fear of like getting hurt. Yeah, it's a fear. It, it absolutely is. It's it's a fear of um, not being good enough. I think that's the worst fear in the world. Uh, or not the worst. I don't want to. But in in terms of dating, yeah, I, it's there's nothing worse than feeling like you're not good enough, whether it be for someone else, whether it be for a job or life in general. Um, in the getting hurt thing too, it's if you put your faith in something that's not you, you're out of control of it, which allows, which opens up the opportunity for you to get hurt. Exactly, by something that you're unable to control. And 
and even like in my experience with Ashley, we've been friends for so long and I, there's nobody I, I tell I've told this for years. There's nobody I love hanging out more with than Ashley. Like every time I came out to LA, I stayed at her house, not because it was a place to crash, because I wanted to hang out with Ashley. And now we've opened up this whole other side of our relationship ever since we started dating. And it has just been incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, because I thought I loved her before. And now I've been exposed to a type of love that I've never felt before. So would you say, you keep saying you love Ashley. Oh, would I'm in love with you're Ashley. In love, oh, yeah. it's, I'm, is this, was, w- I'm is madly this the in love first with time Ashley. you're in love with someone? No, no, no. I've been in love once before, uh, a while ago. I was in a long time relationship. I love me. Um, and she's she's an incredible human being, and we had such a loving relationship. But it was just different than mm-hmm. what I have with Ashley. Um, but I am. Oh yeah. Um, I'm, and especially because you and Ashley have such a history together, it makes yeah. it, it makes this moment that much more magical and that much. It gives people hope that it could happen. How and does it will the, happen? So there's fear within yourself to be rejected. Is there any fear with like the publicness of anything like that? Because obviously we've all been in public-ish relationships, some more so than others, some more serious than others, whatever it is. But obviously you and Ashley would have a very public relationship if that's the case. Yeah, I've always been intimidated with that uh, because, you know, Ashley, I mean, I've, I'm obviously I'm in, I'm in the public eye, but not nearly as much as Ashley is. You know, she's very transparent, which is one of her best qualities. Um, but I knew that, if we started dating that my life would become a lot more transparent as well, which is scary. Um, so yeah. Do you, um, I think that it it, it is especially hard in this world when you are, especially, you know, you have a podcast and you're on a TV show where it was all about love and everyone wants to know who you're dating and what your love life is like. What kind of advice would you give to people to, um, I guess have that to still have that privacy and still, keep that romance alive without having it um there there should be moments in your life that are meant for just you and whoever is in that room with you like for example you do not have to record every Mm -hmm. second of your life because i think there's something to be said like there's a moment um ashley's gonna talk about on the podcast but like where we trick her parents into thinking that we we got engaged (laughs) like was it april april fool's Uh, yeah, I was right. Re- yeah, I forget. I was, I, I forget. We just like, I was hanging out with her parents. We wanted to trick them because th- we were bored. And then anyway, Lauren, her sister was supposed to record it. She didn't. But long story short, like afterwards, we're like, oh, we should have had that on camera. We should have had that. And then it was like, no, there's something to be said about the only people that can relive that moment right. is yeah. us. And now for the rest of our lives, we have to tell that story instead of being like, look at what we did and just yeah. show your phone. Like instead, we have to be like, well, we were sitting in the living room, we we're having dinner. And then we thought up, OK, Jared, just go off and start saying something. So um, I think that's one way to do it and just have moments for yourself. Um, but I think honestly to keep the romance alive, granted, I've only been in a relationship for, you know, a couple months here, so it's not like, you know, 17 years, but I think one thing you have to actively, like I can already feel a comfortability level with Ashley, like we've been dating for right. 10 years. And so I find myself sometimes being like, no, 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 Make sure, you know, you like, be like, Hey, you look great today. Or like Aww. just kiss her hand think, or something yeah, like that. I think that's important. Yeah. yeah. I can't keep my hands off her. So what's so. what's on the horizon for what's the celeb couple name? Jashley. Uh, Jashley. Yeah, that was Jashley? that was that was labeled back in the first season of Paradise. God, it's oh, so we're bringing that back. Funny. It's so funny how things just come full circle. Back, Jashley. 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 What's what's uh, next for Jashley? Well, I'm going to be in Los Angeles because uh, again, I knew that if I was going to cross that threshold, I'd be here in L.A. for the foreseeable future. So. We'll see. I mean, we're you know, Ashley and I are together. We're madly in love. We're very, very, very happy. Um, and so I'm excited for the future. I'm excited to see what comes. But for right now, I think it's been such a roller coaster of a ride between Ashley and myself, which is why we wanted to really kind of just date for a while and have a very low key relationship and work on each other um, before we we even started talking about it in the public. Um, and so I think for us, it's just more so dating and being boyfriend and girlfriend and continuing doing exactly what we've been doing, which is, um, you know, falling, falling more and more in love every day. <laughs> so cute. And it as, makes me so happy. As all of us in this room right now are your 
faithful Instagram followers, are we going to be able to see you guys being cute together on Instagram constantly now? Oh, of course. She's, you know, she's already pestering me about posting. So, Good. Heck yeah. yeah, no, of course. We have Wait, some cute so there's pictures. no picture of you up yet? On... No. Dean took a wonderful picture a couple weeks ago. Sure did. And so. Uh, Even though I, this is the first time I've heard about the relationship, I Oh, that's right. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He may have. He was like, what are you guys doing? I'll take a good picture of you guys. <laughs> Friends kiss. Um, Wait, is that going to be your guys' announcement picture? Because it totally should be. I'll try, uh, are you going to get the photo cred? No, I don't yeah. care about photo cred. I just want to know that I was part of that moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll make sure to throw you <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll tag you or something. Don't I don't want to be tagged. I just want it to be my picture. <laughs> what, that you get to post it? No, no, no. You guys, I'm going to post it, obviously, as well. Well, maybe. not. I, I don't know. Um, but it just is. it would be cool to know that when you guys announce it via you were part picture, of I was the one that took it. I don't need photo credit or tagging or anything like that. Well, the picture I'm going to post later is not the picture you, posted, uh, <laughs> you took. Well, maybe I can talk you into it. Well, maybe, yeah. I am, I'm sure everyone here, we're very happy for you. Thank you. No, I'm you very... Do, you are like beaming. You're just... I am. And you know what? And obviously because of, you know, the relationship I'm in and I'm so happy, but I also think I I think the one of the best things that have has come from the timing of all of this is that... Not a day will go by that I don't feel appreciate. I, I don't appreciate the fact that I'm with Ashley, you know? Yeah. Because of everything that's happened. Yeah. Of everything that's happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. they could have easily gone You're not south. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. And so I think, I think that's something that I'm always going to be grateful for. The fact that I will never take for granted what she means to me. Hey, and if you guys ever go through a rough patch, if you ever start feeling... Which I'm sure it's going to happen. Like, yeah. But what you could do is just come back, listen to this episode, and be like, wow. Bada bing, bada bing. I should be grateful for the things that I have. Exactly. And said about anything trivial yeah, or anything like that. Um, <sighs> have you got, are you guys going to be like going on dates, going to dinner, all that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. We're going on a double date later with our sister and boyfriend. Are you guys? Are you guys going to Luna Grill? Uh, yeah, we might be. You you know about Luna Grill, right? Of course. Well, first of all, in honor of uh, National Military Appreciation Month, Luna Grill has debuted the Warrior Wrap. And actually, what's funny is Vanessa and I both are decked out in full camo for mm -hmm. this Luna Grill spot right now. I wasn't on the email chain. <laughs> um, so basically, what they're doing, they're made with euros. I'm not mispronouncing that, am I? Euro, I think. Euro. Yeah, no, euro. you got it. Yeah. No, you don't. Okay, made with gyros, simply seasoned fries, <laughs> spicy yogurt sauce, feta tomato and lettuce on a choice of multigrain lavash or pita lavash i think i'm saying that right and one dollar from each warrior rep sold during this month of may will benefit two amazing veterans organizations both the hope for the warriors and the warrior foundation freedom station they have 45 locations in all of southern california dallas fort worth um, and they offer some wholesome fresh to order mediterranean cuisine in a contemporary setting i've actually been there quite a few times and i love it yeah loon girl's um, great Mediterranean food is one of my favorites. So if you want to get in on the National Military Appreciation Month action, visit lunagrill.com and follow at lunagrill on social media for updates. Their food's delicious. It's healthy. It's for a good cause. Obviously, we love supporting the veterans and the military. Um, so check it out, lunagrill.com and follow lunagrill on social media. It's just at L-U-N-A-G-R-I-L-L. -L. Eat some delicious pita. Do some good stuff for everyone around you. Check it out. Boom. <laughs> that was really good. Um, let's get to some emails or not. We got to wrap. Sorry. We're oh, going to wrap. You know really? What? We appreciate the emails. I wanted gonna... to bring this one back. We brought this one back from last week. Well, okay, you can we'll ask, ask the question. I mean, all right, let's do one. And we want to do the question, one. question, Dean, whether or not you're really single yeah. AF, which is what What's you said last we can, time. We can address that. That's Are you fine. sure you address want to? It. I saw one of those emails of the stack That's in there. Jared's been so open today. Dean, Katie wants to know. She says, I saw a picture on Facebook about you and Christina at Stagecoach. Explain it, please. Well, it's 2018. I mean, Photoshop and photo editing. Oh, it's crazy these that's days. That's a stretch. Some technology, <laughs> I'm telling you. Of course, of course. I'm kidding. Um, no, I mean, I saw Christina at Stagecoach. That's about the long and short of it. We, I don't know, we saw each other. We watched garth brooks for a little bit i also like to say as a bachelor alum vanessa can attest to this too like a lot of the ba uh, people from the franchise go oh, to yeah. very like everybody's at coachella yeah. everybody's at stagecoach so like everybody's there yeah. from the bachelor were you guys in vegas this weekend oh no i know you weren't i wasn't, not, I wasn't no no, no okay. i wasn't well, neither of us were so nah, to, we're so, not cool enough <laughs> so to address katie's point yes i saw christine at stagecoach but yes i also am really single af single af single af yeah um there was this uh, Barstool podcast. Hello, Ben. Um, and they what have are you eating? Is that food. Right? 
Oh. Ooh, the best. They have a segment that they do every week, um, and I thought it was pretty funny, and it's a potential we could possibly introduce it to this podcast, where if you go onto the podcast store, leave us a five-star review, but roast the crap out of us in the comments, Ooh. then we could potentially read your review <laughs> on the air next week. So leave us I a don't five- mind that It's all. like our version of mean tweets. Exactly. Yeah. So leave us a five-star review, roast us, and we'll potentially read the Just roast Dean and Jared. On the next episode. <laughs> yeah, don't roast Vanessa. We'll take it. <laughs> Just... I mean, it seems like I'm emotional, uh, but it has to be five stars. That's the thing. Anyways, big thing. Oh wait, actually, no. This is um, Vanessa's outro since she did the intro today. Oh, yeah, you come do on, it. Vanessa. No, let's I, go kill I, it. I don't. You do it. You do it. All you right. Well, All big, right. Well, that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, big thank you to Kaylin Rosenberg. Uh, be sure to check out thelodgesocialclub.com. Sounds like a pretty cool thing. They have pop ups all over the place. Um, they had one in New York and L.A. and all that kind of stuff. Um, thank you for listening. Jared would love to answer any questions you have about Jashley. Yeah, oh, good. good. If you have That's any good. questions, let's let's keep the focus of that for I don't at least know. this week, yeah. next week, maybe the next five weeks. Um, be sure to email us at I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Like Jared just said, he'd love to answer any questions That's you have. That's just what about it says on the prompter. I would love to get some questions. <laughs> You're not disagreeing. Um, it's, it's no, of great. course. Like, it's, I'm not going to. Yeah. It's, Continue. It's great that. Uh, I guess so. Jared's in a relationship now. One of three. Two more to go. Yeah, I, I guess I don't suck too bad at dating. Hey, hey I'm getting there. Graduate. <laughs> uh, can you at least do the outro for us? Uh, I'm. What do we say? Thanks I'm Vanessa. so much for Thanks. listening to this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Hopefully next week. I will suck less at dating. We all will suck <laughs> a little less. I suck at dating with Dean Unglert on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> 